Connie Willis, the podcast. Taking you into new ways of thinking, even providing answers to questions you've often pondered. Connie Willis, the podcast. This is a Connie Willis exclusive. Whistleblower. What you're about to hear has never been heard anywhere else. This is Connie Willis, the podcast. Connie Willis back with the private military, government contractor, and U.S. Navy Special Warfare veteran. Robert Treat is with us discussing his life, his background, and what he sees for the future and what he has learned along the way that he's going to tell us about. Whistleblower, informant, these are the names that uh, a lot of people will tag on to him. It's Robert Treat, as well as Deathbed Confession. However, he's got a chance to make it through. Go to the GoFundMe that is in the description. Take a look, see where you can help. Informant. Is this United Nations or the group that you're a part of at this time? Are they the one? Are they? Aren't they above United Nations? Oh yeah, yeah. They, they're they're the top of the top. They're the elite of all. Yeah, when your companies and your industries control every resource, employ every human, they don't really think they're doing anything wrong. They see us as a resource to be managed, like the same way, you know, if a few hundred million people have to die, it's no different to us than, you know, culling a few buffalo because the herd got too big. So when they talk about depopulation, it's just culling the herd. It's just thinning the numbers because, you know, the pressure on their resources, on their resources and their companies is getting too great. Right. They can't fill the demands, you know, so they, they you know, they're going to have to call the herd. So they know that the herd is going to get too big very soon. You know, populations grow exponentially. You know, we're at what, 8 billion and we're going to be at what, 10 and 14 and 20. You know, they're going to call us off. And, uh, you know, the, the most ideal way to do that is to be able to call them genetically, pre-program who's going to live and who's going to die, how long your lifespan is going to be. So what yeah. are they determining and how are they going to do it? And, and I mean, it's all a thinning out of the herd. Like people go and hunt uh, the deer up in the mountainside. Ah, we got to thin out the herd. Well, you can modify people's behavior. You can even modify their, their, their physique, their bodies through... Um, chemistry through pills through pharmaceuticals through um you know whatever these ingredients are in your food look at the labels on your food you can't pronounce half that stuff and even if you can you don't know what it is and we still eat it or what it does but it tastes good <laughs> yeah right you don't know what that's doing no nope. um what it's doing is it's temporarily programming you so as long as you take it as long as you consume it the programming takes effect now you know, through the research of, of retroviruses, you can lock in um, these physiological and psychological changes, right? Um, and this is where it gets so dirty and so dark. It just, this is where I walked away. Um, was the way you lock in these temporary changes caused by chemistry is you use a virus, 
in order for that virus to work, you need stem cells. In order to get stem cells, you need an abortion industry. Ooh. You see? You see? It's bad. This is a Connie Willis exclusive on Connie Willis, the podcast. Um, now, why these changes? Why turn us into those creatures, right? is because we're going to be used as cannon fodder in, you know, uh, the big fight version two, when the fallen and the primarchs go at it again. Because, you know, the primarchs aren't going to let us ever become a spacefaring race with our propensities. Why do we have to go through a second thing? Uh, you know, why Why can't they just, they could, it seems like to me, they could just stop that. Uh, well, they're going to stop that by killing us off. So the, not only are the, are the fallen going to kill us off, the Primarchs are too. The good guys. Yes. Are going to kill us off. Yes. So we're eventually, whether it's the good or the bad, human race is going out. Yeah, but the Primarchs aren't going to kill all of us. You know, the ones that are, you know, they deem worthy to be saved will be saved and the rest will be destroyed. And I feel like from what I've learned, my research has told me that the people that are taken are the ones that are going to be saved. Because they've done all this research on them. It's like keeping, you know. Possibly, I hope. I'm not, I'm not going to. I mean, do you have any thought of that? It's not an error. It's not being arrogant. It's hey, you've been our project for a long time. We're we're not going to get rid of you. <laughs> well, been I'm studying you for a while. I'm going somewhere else. Um, you're going to take the blue pearl, and you're going beyond the blue pearl. Well, I'm going to say this, and like I said so many times, you know, I was reluctant to say it because of how it sounds. Okay. Um, but. Um, You know, I, the, the Greys, the Primarch that uh, I spent time with, and I spent a lot of time with them, um, a very extended period of time, um, about three months, it seems like, um, like no, no time had passed here, but I was there a long time, um, is that I am a hybrid. I'm just not one of their, hy one of their hybrids. Mm-hmm. So uh, that my spirit, what we call the soul, the thing that the, the me that inhabits the vessel um, is from a different, a different race. And I still communicate with one of, one of my own kind. I guess what you say telepathically or, um, it's very interesting how it started and uh, how we still communicate. And it began when I was nine years old. Um, when I developed a fear of dying in my sleep. Um, that's when, uh, you know, she came to me for the first time. And uh, <clears throat> many people just, you know, call them the Plejarans or the Pleiadians. And, but the drawings, you know, the sketches of, uh, 
that people are drawn on of. That's that, that's accurate. That's what they look like. And uh, I remember the first time I, the first time she came to me when I was when I was nine years old. It was, um, it was very scary at first because I didn't understand what was going on. It was like a peeling away of my mind, and um, I used to fall asleep and like the coffin position because I was afraid of rigor mortis. My dad had told me that they have to break your bones to get you in the coffin. So I would sleep in the coffin position just in case I died. What's the coffin position? You know, with your arms crossed over your shoulders, like you're laying in the coffin. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So if I died, so if I died in my sleep, they would just be able to put me straight into the coffin. That was what I thought as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd find yourself waking up to that and then going to sleep to that. Yeah, so I'd fall asleep like that, and and one night I was, um, and I would cry at night. Um, you know, uh, I was afraid of the dark. My parents would lock me in the room, and um, they wouldn't let me have a nightlight or anything. It was just dark, and they knew I was scared. I would be in there. I would, I would scream. I would cry, um, and I'd just lay in the dark and, and wait to die. I was just terrified. And um, one night I'm laying there just in my bed. I feel like I'm breathing uh, bleach fumes, like Clorox fumes. It's real thick. I'm, I'm, I'm practically choking. And it felt like reality just fell away. Like the, like the walls of the room just rushed outward, just like boom. And, it, and I was in this, this place. The, there were just dozens and dozens of silver columns that when I, I couldn't see the top. They were just, but they weren't a shiny silver. It was like a dull silver. And the floor was green, like a dark, dark green. Um, and that's when I met her the first time. She came walking towards me. And it was like I'd known her for a thousand lifetimes. Right. And, um, you know, that's, uh, I, I, I refer to her as my guide, but that's not what she is. Um, and that's when she first told me that, um, that I'm from where she's from and that we spent hundreds of years together before I chose to come here. And I was like, I chose this. And she said, yes, you chose this. You decided to do this. This is what you wanted to do. And I said, this is terrible. And she said, she told me that things didn't work out quite as we predicted. Yeah. So, Whatever I came, whatever I came here for, whatever it was I volunteered to do, something went wrong. I, I, something went wrong, and I wasn't able to do or be or fulfill whatever it was I was supposed to do. So once you, so that's going back to the answer of you know where you're going. I'll return when when this vessel dies. I'll return back to her. To her. But it also kind of explains why I felt so at home with uh, with the Primarchs, with the Greys. Mm-hmm. Is, um, you know, if my spirit's not human, and I feel human, like I feel completely just like everybody else. Like, you know, I don't feel like a hybrid, you know. <laughs> um, and maybe that's why I, I, I feel more of an affinity for the Greys than I do for my own alleged kind. Except the disgruntled ones, the fallen ones. Yes, 
so anyway, I'm I'm working for these these people, and I'm hanging out in their environment and hearing their conversations and these terrible things. The actual um, Rockefellers, the actual, I mean, you're with them, same rooms. Oh yeah, and it, that's that's just the the, the famous, you know, the well known ones. Um, but there's others, business leaders, um, you know, everybody who becomes a, a, a mega player gets a seat at the table. Who was surprising to you to see? Oh. I mean, nobody from nobody from pop culture. Um, seeing a lot of people from the insurance industry was surprising. Hmm. Um, the one real shocker for me was, you know, who was kind of in charge. Here's the Pope. Informant. What you just heard has never been heard anywhere else. This is Connie Willis, the podcast. Informant. Learn more about Connie, her guests, and be sure to join her private membership shows, Blue Rock Talk and Connie After Dark, at ConnieWillis.com. Whistleblower.